As human beings, it is very easy for us to grow weary and to lose heart. It's what St. Paul is referring to today in our second reading, in this reading to the Hebrews. And this can happen to us on the human level, the spiritual level, the emotional level, all kinds of levels. We can grow weary and lose hope. We think on the human level, I can think of many times as a kid, being having three older brothers, that I would grow weary in playing sports with them because they were bigger than me and faster than me. Or I can think of times in school where students seem to catch things more quickly and more easily. And so the labor of academics, maybe we find it in the workplace, maybe it's in marriage, in our relationship with others. There's times where we can grow weary and we can lose heart. It's easy to be discouraged by the challenges of life. And the same is true on the spiritual level. And as hard as it can be on the human level, the spiritual level can be even more difficult because we cannot always see the workings of the evil one and how he works against us to create discouragement or lack of faith. And yet we hear in this reading from St. Paul that Jesus is the perfecter of faith and that we are to keep our eyes on Jesus. So what does that look like in a practical way? It looks like when we draw closer to the Lord and we keep our focus on him, we then discern what his will and his plan is for whatever it is that we're faced with in life. Finding our way through the difficult human things, whether it's physically, like health issues, whether it's emotionally, like strain in relationships or something difficult. And in spiritually, it's turning to the Lord and letting him be the strength within us. That's why when we are baptized, we are baptized with spiritual powers that God gives us that helps us rise above our limits as human beings. Like wisdom, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, to love the things that are of God so that we keep our eyes on the eternal destiny and not merely on the things of this world. As we know in these last years, things have changed so much and it is becoming more and more difficult and in, as a consequence, it become more and more weary by the things going on in the world, whether it be the things of COVID or political tensions or other struggles in the universal world, in our country, in our church, maybe in our families, our communities. And yet God does not want us to be discouraged. He wants us to turn that much more to him and ask for the grace and the strength to rise above the struggles. Let me use a practical example on the spiritual level. We know today, even for example, by church attendance, that the number of people practicing their faith, that is going to Sunday Mass, has changed dramatically in the last many years. There's been a tremendous shift in our culture, a cultural influence called relativism. And relativism gives us the sense that we get to decide for ourselves what is true that there's no objective truth. Well, if there's no objective truth, then we get to decide whether or not the Old Testament commandments, for example, keep holy the Sabbath, are objectively true or not. Well, now as believers, we know it is true. God desires us to come to him 
to give glory and honor to him. But what does he do? He fills us with his own life and love through the Holy Eucharist. He gives us his own body and blood to spiritually nourish us so as to strengthen us, to help us rise above the challenges and the deceptions of the world we live in today. All we need to do is watch social media, the various forms of media, and we see there's so much deception. And it's hard to see through what's really going on in the world or in our country, maybe even sometimes within our own Catholic faith. And so all the more importance we draw closer to God and we find that strength coming from within to be able to see spiritually what we cannot see through human deceptions. You see, the human deception wants to control. And so we see that in worldly things, like in the Ukraine, for example. We can see that in political influence in various ways. We can see that with all kind of agenda-driven things in the world we live in today. But all of that should be brought before God and measured in the light of truth. That's why we look to Jesus, the perfecter of our faith, And it helps us keep our eyes oriented towards heaven. It helps us be strengthened by the grace that comes only from God. But when we do that, we have to remember that we will be persecuted, not unlike what happened in our first reading today for Jeremiah and what happened to Jesus. You see, when you and I live in the truth of what God has revealed in Scripture, and it comes up against what other people want, generally what happens is people rally together and they work against that person. And that's what happened to Jeremiah. They didn't want to hear the word of God, so they wanted to throw him into the cistern because they wanted to do their own thing. The same thing, of course, we know happened to Jesus. And it's happened through prophets, through good people of God, throughout history. All we need to do is read the Old Testament, the New Testament. We might experience it in our own lives, maybe even within our own families where there's divisions over all kinds of things, whether it's the gender issues, the COVID stuff, everything under the sun today. So how do we stay rooted in God? We rise above it and we speak the truth in humility and charity so that people are actually drawn to the goodness of God. They desire the freedom that comes from not trying to control or to decide for ourselves what's right and wrong, but to discover the dignity and the beauty of who God is and who we are and the amazing plan of love that he has for us. As we celebrate this Mass, let's pray today that throughout the world, hearts will be open to receive the goodness of God, that nations, organizations, People of all faith will be ever more united so that the desire of Jesus to set the world afire on his love may occur through us because we are animated with the life and the love of God and we become the instruments of the world. But we must go out into the world and we must speak the wor- this wonderful word in our families, in our neighborhoods, in all of our associations. And it might feel extremely uncomfortable But if we do it in humility and charity, somebody once said to me, eternity is worth being vulnerable. Let's pray for the grace to radiate the love of God today 
so that the fire of love that God desires to send throughout the world, as Jesus so clearly communicated, is alive in us.